Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Smile! Smile! 
Anybody can be peace. Don't get no more realer. Welcome to the Real Sports Guys, RSG Renegade Radio. I'm your game changer. Uh, we got an addition of Hustle and Flows. My man Sekou is in the house. How you doing, man? Am I coming through pretty clear? You are good. I'm good. I'm in a good mood. I poured a little jack right before this. Um, celebrate this uh, Knicks W over the hated Boston Celtics. So, yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, all right. Good energy then, good energy. 2022, we're going to bring it in right. Uh, our first show of 2022. Yeah. It's been a minute since we've been able to connect with you. Uh, both of our schedules are super hectic, hectic right now. Um, yeah. Just trying to get through this whole little pandemic situation, you know. Um, <laughs> but well, uh, it's still with it's, us. It's, it's still here, so. It's it's wild. As, as, as we speak, I am in day five of quarantine, so. I'm in the thick of it right now. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, Omarion out here. <laughs> Omarion ain't playing. Play, he, 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 you can have a booster. You got a vaccine. Run up on you no matter what. Yeah, man. Everyone I talk to now is, you know, for a while it was, uh, you know, everyone was good. Now, everyone's got it or somebody knows somebody who got it. It's a pandemic. So, you know, yeah. settle in. But that's why we're here to uh, help take your mind off that for a few minutes. Yeah, we're going to give you a, we're gonna give you 45 minutes of joy real quick uh, as we dig <laughs> into uh, Sekou's year, hip-hop year in review. Um, he does this annually, you know, breaks down the year in hip-hop albums, gives you, gives you his top albums of the year. Um amazingly formatted. You can look it up and, and catch it on rsgrealsportsguys.com. Uh, we got it posted up there. Also, check out our Twitters, uh, Sekou. Um, check out his Twitter. Check me out, Game Change at RSG on Twitter. Uh, we both will tweet it out. Uh, so you can check that out. It just kind of gives you a quick synopsis um, and an and a, and a excellent rundown of the best music to come out in the past year, hip hop music has come out in the past year. So uh, we're gonna dig into in that. my in my <laughs> humble opinion. Yeah, in my <laughs> humble opinion. Add that, add that caveat because I'm sure there you go. reasonable minds can disagree. But uh, I, the debate is really the the primary reason for the list, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Debate is where where the joy is. Um, man, it's been a minute since we didn't talk. The Bucks, the Bucks won a championship. Um, new season has started. COVID then ran through everybody's squad. <laughs> it's been hard to get into this season because of that. I think even more than previous years, like the last two seasons where COVID impacted it, this season has been even harder. Um, one, because I'm busier, because uh, in my community we're doing sports and in the, in the high schools again, and I coach. So last year we weren't, and so I wasn't able to. I was very much open to just following. Uh, other sports. So this year I'm a little mm-hmm. bit less mm-hmm. um, locked in on the league. Um, but yeah. even then, it's just been hard to follow because it's just like mass units, man. It's more it's, it's more interesting to follow the 10-day contract. <laughs> See who they dust yeah. it off. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's given, us, it's given us some gems. It's given us Lance, born ready Stevenson. He's back in the league. There's a lot of guys back in the league playing 
that I'm just excited to see, knowing full well if we weren't, you know, with COVID, these guys wouldn't be in the league. But it, it's, it's been good. Yeah, yeah. And what's crazy is they'll be on one squad, you know, they'll get called up and they'll get, you know, their first debut in one squad. And then, like, when their 10 days up, they like really like on another squad. <laughs> yeah, just really pack your bag. Like, don't unpack that bag. Um, so yeah. my situation, right? Since uh, we recently moved from Texas to North Carolina, and so uh, we're building a house down here. And until the house is built, we're just renting uh, a townhome. And so it's me, my wife, our my, our two kids, and my wife's parents in a pretty, you know small townhouse, right? We're on top of each other. So getting to know each other real well. So my father-in-law watches basketball every night. Every night. He's sitting down. We got the full NBA package. I paid the – I got price gouged by the NBA to get, like, the full ticket plus the NBA TV package because you get the full package. But if the game's on NBA TV, you don't get the game, which is just the stupidest thing. In any case, um, so he's like – ESPN right now because he'll just be like, oh yeah, Isaiah Thomas, he's uh he's not on that team, he's on this team now. I'm like, what? How do you? Know? He's like, oh yeah, yesterday he was, you know, because he's sitting down and watching all these games. He's giving me updates, and I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm sure. I saw him play yesterday. Like, okay, what's his name? Greg Monroe is back in the league. I was like, no, yeah, I think he must have. No, it's Greg Monroe. I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> so every morning. He's giving me the he's, – he's up till like, 1 o'clock in the morning watching these games. We watch those games. He's giving me the rundown. Yeah, I can't wait till I get to that point game. in life. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till I get to that point in life where I can just, just ride out watching watching games. <laughs> it's called retirement, bro. Yeah. It's called retirement. You get there, you just like, I know. hey, I, know. I ain't got work in the morning. What am I going to sleep yep. for? <laughs> yeah, what am I sleeping for, man? <laughs> Let me enjoy every minute. Let me enjoy every minute. So yeah, man. Um, the Knicks. How you feeling about them? Oh, they are wonderfully mediocre. Um, but what I'll say is, uh, at the beginning of the season, it, they were high. They got off on, on a fast start, five and one. Kemba was cooking. Fournier was everything was. I was like, oh man, you know. I mean. The, the the Knicks Twitter was on fire about can we challenge for the top three seed, you know. Then it kind of fell mm-hmm. fell down to earth. There are a lot of things I like about this team, but there are a few things that really, I really, really don't like. And it's weird to say this on the day when the man scored 41 points. Evan Fournier on my team, having to root for Evan Fournier every game is just not an experience that I ever want to have again. It's 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 the worst. I mean, he is just maddening, and uh, we've only he's only been there thirty games, and more. Every Knicks fan is like, get this guy out of here. We signed him to a four year contract, so he's not going anywhere. So uh, the team is flawed in some very obvious places, but they still got the young guys. Their core when they're when they're going, the bench unit so quickly top in. Uh, now they got they got like exciting guys. So I enjoy watching them, but they're going to lose some ugly games. Like they were on the cusp of losing to to the Celtics. They were down 25, but they just can't score. And so it's 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 going to be interesting. We're, we're going to be like a 10 seed. We might not make the playoffs. That's fine, but I still you know I still love the team. But they are not good. Yeah. 
Fournier is a weird dude. You, when he's not on your team, you think he can help your team because you look at his numbers. And he's always Uh got decent numbers. The thing about him is, though, no fan base ever, like, pines for him, like, oh, we need Fournier back. We were so stupid for trading Fournier. But we were so stupid for how we signed him. Nobody ever says that when he leaves. That's right. (laughs) Orlando Magic fans really tried to warn Knicks fans, like, y'all, I know. I know what you're thinking. It's not what you think. It's not what you think it's going to be. We're like, nah, nah, man. Well, you know, he can make his own offense. We saw him play the French National. We saw him play in the Olympics. Like, now we're good. We were like, okay. Ten games in, they were like, see? And we're like, yeah, yeah. I've never <laughs> – it's hard to say this about a professional athlete, and all props to everyone. He's a nice dude. He's embraced being a New Yorker. But I don't think I've ever seen him run full speed. Not a single time. I've watched every single Nick game. I have never seen him sprint full speed a single time. <laughs> and it, it's the most incredible thing. I was like, this man is trotting around a basketball court like it's all good. Like it's all good. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, how you feel about your bucks? Oh, we just got to stay healthy. Um, that's what it boils down to with this team this year. When they're healthy, they're tough. Um, I don't know if they are as equipped as they were last year to make the run that they made. Um, we need somebody to play that PJ role um, where it's like a tweener wing who's a good defender and gives you just enough offense um, because that saves Middleton from having to guard the opposing team's best wing score. Um, mm-hmm. Like, if we go against the Nets, like, we don't have anybody who can guard KD other than Giannis, and I don't know if we want to do that for a whole game. Um, so, because Timmy Ojale ain't it. Um, Rodney Hood ain't it. Uh, I don't know who else they, they throw at a K, a KD, but they don't. I don't think they have anybody else that would be worthwhile throwing at a KD. My, my um my 2022 wish list is Thad Young, Thad Young, and Thad Young. I don't know mm-hmm. if we got anything mm-hmm. that San Antonio wants, but that's the guy that I would love to see um, come to Wisconsin mm-hmm. uh, and, and jump in a Bucks uniform. Um, I think he is exactly the type of dude that they need, um, but I don't know yeah. if they got any sort of thing that's in it. Like Dante DiVincenzo, I don't think it's going to it's going to pique San Antonio's interest at all. Um, so. It wouldn't Unless be mine. Kind of buyout. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> I would say Thad Young is not. I mean, San Antonio is not buying him out. They, they're gonna milk every yeah, last drop out of him. A lot of value. Yeah, but there there are guys like that that come available at the trade deadline. Like that, if that's the the key. Oh, we need a a good defensive wing score and someone that's not gonna. Man, those dudes come available. You're going to find that. Yeah. It's not like, hey, yeah. we need a point guard. You know what I mean? Like, that's the next yeah. problem. It's like, hey, we need a starting point guard. It's like, well, that's, that's going to be a little harder to find. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think y'all going to be yeah, all right. Giannis looks like. Is, uh, a big man in case Lopez is the, Lopez is cooked. Um, yeah. You know, he's got a bad back, and he's up there in age, and we all know when your back goes at a certain age, it ain't coming back. <laughs> It's like Not the scene all. in uh, Harlem Nights where uh, 
Jimmy gets on the phone and he, he's met Sunshine and he's like, yeah, put your mother on the phone. Tell your mama. Tell her I ain't coming back no more. I'm not coming back. <laughs> that's, easy. that's how you. That's how your back is yeah. when you get our age, man. And, and it goes when it yeah. goes out. It's it's not coming back through those doors. <laughs> yeah, you have the doctor just sit down and be like, hey, uh, your back will be fine as long as you don't like jostle it too much. You're like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> jostle it? Like what? Like running, jumping? Okay. Well, yeah. I'll be yeah, swimming and playing golf fast. the rest of my life, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's dig into the list, man. Uh, just kind of give people kind of your frame of mind when you wrote it, and, and kind of the the thematic kind of vibe you were you were going as you were thinking thinking things through um, as you were uh, working through the year in music. Yeah, yeah. So this was probably the toughest review I've had to write in years. Um, for whatever reason, and I talk about this in, on the at the top of the, of the list, I just couldn't kind of figure it out. Sometimes I, I do, um, you know, really deep themes. Like I'll think about it for like two, three months and I'll say like, all right, you know, uh, each team's a conference and each album represents, you know, a power five. And, you know, and I, <clears throat> I try to draw the, con- and it come, normally comes together. And this year just nothing came together. And then I, I started to realize like, you know, everyone is just tired. Like we're all just barely pulling through with everything and so I was like, well, I'm just going to write what I feel. And so uh, it was while, while in quarantine, actually, I just sat down in my dining room. Normally, I like to like lock myself away, but it was in the middle of just madness, chaos. I had my headphones on, and I just banged it out. And I was like, here are the albums I liked. And lo and behold, like, once I started going, and I was listening to, I always listen to the albums while I'm writing. And things kind of came to me. So there's really no theme. This is just what I think are the five best. And I think it's kind of surprised me once I really went through all the albums, what were the top five? Because I wouldn't have guessed it before I sat down what I ended up with. Okay. Okay. So what did you end up with? All right. So we'll start with number five. I have a, uh, J. Cole and the Off Season. This one was released uh, May 14th. I believe we talked about this in uh, A Hustle and Flows from the spring. And, yeah, um, I think we did. You know, this, yeah, this one, so we don't have to belabor it too much, but this one, um, Cole, I think, is just an amazing artist. Um, he's got a good sense of song. He's a great songwriter, so his songs are good. Um I think it was like all genuine, like the content. You realize after you listen to a lot of albums, then you listen to one that's really about, you know, life and 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 being young and black in America, and you know, all these. And you're like, oh wow, this is actually genuine, heartfelt, soulful, all those kinds of things. Real mature. Um, I will say the first song, the '95 South. It, you know, it's it's that's an incredible track, and I thought like, oh, this is going to be the whole album. It's going to be just this. East Coast sounding, boom, bap, you know, just spitting bars on track. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm here for this. And then, of course, it's all jazzy and sing song. You know, it's like it's a Cole album. It's like what, what you expect, you know. But so it was a bit of a head fake. But overall, I thought, um, you know, a really good effort. There's, you know, besides 95 South, uh, the track uh, with um, – with, um, uh, 
21 Savage is, is dope, uh, Pride is the Devil, uh, My Life. So, like, three or four really so- good songs that I like, solid uh, piece. It sounds bad to say, like, good background music, but this is kind of a good background music album. Like, you can kind of put it on, and it's always pleasant to listen to, even if you're not really listening to it. Um, but that's also why it's not a number one or a number two on the list, because it doesn't really resonate in a way that makes you, like, stop what you're doing and just listen. Okay. I'm digging on that one. That one's definitely, like, in my top five. Um, I, I found it really enjoyable in a lot of the same ways that you did. Um, you know, so, yeah, I, I thought it was – I don't know I would put it in amongst Cole's, like, top three albums, but it's definitely, like, knocking no. on that door. Yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, you want me to go one at a time, or you want me to do the full list and then uh, we can go one at a time. How do you want to do one at a time? Okay. Yeah, we can go one at a time. All right. All right. Number four. um, Call me if you get lost. Tyler the Creator. So this one was released uh, June twenty fifth, and this is one of those. It surprised me how much I enjoyed listening to this album because you know time is crazy in a pandemic, right? Like I I forgot I had forgotten this album was released in 2021 because I had listened to it a ton and then I just stopped and I just forgotten about it. And so when I revisited it uh, in the last few months, I just, it was just so refreshing to hear like a really great album, um, you know, well-produced. Um, he's actually rapping. He's, he's not doing the alternative singing Frank Ocean thing. You know what I mean? And so when he's just like, Hey, I want to make a rap album really good um dj drama is like the narrator and so it's got this really rough edge to it that i think gives provides a nice balance because uh tyler is he's he's random right like he'll have just random stuff in his album a skit that you're just like what is this skit about but drama just coming in like yeah here we go new stuff you know and you're just like oh, okay i'm listening to a rap album you know what i mean um but yeah Clever wordplay, great melodies, um, overall really solid album. I think definitely my favorite Tyler, the creator album. I'm not a big Tyler head, but this is, for me, my favorite of his. I was surprised when people said, no, you should really listen to it. And I was like, all right. And then once I did, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a good album. Yeah, I think I was one of those people that hit you up like, hey, Cause I'm not a Tyler yeah. dude at all. Like I, this yeah. is the first Tyler. I, I will, I will, I will fess up on air. I have no qualms about like, this is the first Tyler album I've listened to all the way through ever, <laughs> <laughs> ever. Like I, I just, like yeah. he kind of came, I was kind of like a, a full fledged adult when he dropped. And so a lot of his stuff kind of appealed to a younger hip hop fan that I just, a demographic that I just kind of wasn't a part of. And so, like, the whole mm-hmm. Odd Future thing just really didn't resonate with me. Um, yeah. This one, though, is my number one for the year. Like, this is the one that, mm. like, I felt like. And, and I think a part of it was the time when it hit. It hit, like, mid-summer when the world was yeah. as open as it's been since March of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, this is our best 2021 life. Yes, this is a song that I play riding around and dropping my kids off at different things and going places. This is this is a song. These are the songs that I was I had them heavy rotation. Um, you know, Rise, Corso, 
some of those are, those are some of my favorites. Lumberjack, you know, Hot Wind, all those. You know, it's just a really really great album, and um, just from from the the types of drums he used to just the melodies that were involved, the samples. It just it just hit me right where I needed to be hit, man. And it's, it was definitely my kind of sound. Um, and then his yeah. rapping was on point. So, um, yeah. like, I know I got a certain, like, sound that I really enjoy. Um, and he definitely, like, captured that and, and just ran with it. Um, and then the rapping was on point enough where it, like, didn't take away from what I was hearing musically um, and actually yeah. added to it. And so this is the first Tyler joint I ever really liked. And I, I like this one. Like, if this ain't his best, it's his best for me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, people say Igor. I, I was like, uh, yeah, it's it's fine. I, I had no desire to like listen to it over and over again. This one I put on a lot, and I think I'm like you. I, I probably played this one a bunch when I was riding around, going on runs, you know, whatever. Like it's it's good, and it also has like just really good kind of um, you know album um, construction. Right, where you have tracks and yeah. then you have like a, a skit that breaks it up and then it flows into the next one and it, that's a that's like a lost art form, you know, like even yeah, now some absolutely. of the great albums are just song, 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 song. And this one is actually an album and so I always give that a little bit more props. To pull that off is really tough. Yeah, and as you mentioned, having drama on there just took me back to like two thousand and three. You know what yeah. Yeah. <laughs> having yeah. DJ drama in there and just kinda of yelling and doing the drama thing. It was just like, Oh man, this is just this is just great. Like it it it, it, it let me time travel a little bit, um, in that way. And obviously twenty twenty one has been hard for everybody, so I needed that. <laughs> I needed to be yeah. able to time travel and feel, you know, like I was twenty four, twenty five again, rather than, you know, 40 and living in this <laughs> and, and you, with your bad back, with your back uh, calling, you telling you like bad knees, bad back. back. You your good, your good back yeah. ain't coming back no more. <laughs> no more. No more. So. All right. So that was your number one. Okay. So th- that'd be interesting. Um, I'll be curious to see uh, what your other ones are. All right. So number three, this one is a, a bit of a cheat. It's a certified lover boy by Aubrey Graham. Uh, better known as Drake. Uh, released the third of September. Um, but the caveat is, I I only listened to the full album maybe one and a half times. I just couldn't do it. There's a lot of just you know emo singing tracks that I I just can't stomach. So I took the tracks on it where he's actually rapping. Uh, which are 10, 10 of the 21 tracks, and I put those in a playlist. And then I was like, let me just listen to this. And when I started listening to that, I was like, man, this is actually really good. You know what I mean? Like, this is actually a, a, a pretty good, there's, there's, you know, battle raps on this, there's introspective ones. I mean, you're just getting, you know, I, I wrote in the review, chip on my shoulder, Drake, right, who's like, oh, y'all sleeping on me, let me show y'all something. And, um, you know, and I, I thought he did a good job. So the Certified Lover Boys, number three, is the rap EP. So just the 10 rap tracks on that, the other 11, I've literally probably only listened to one time, so I don't know them. Um, and I'm Too Sexy barely made it. I was like, man, this, I guess this is rapping. 
so I put that one on there. But there's like a, there were a couple where I was like, is this is this really a rap song? Ah, all right, it's good. Um, yeah. So that one did number three, and I, you know, I try to be open minded. I, I I just love this that playlist. I probably played more than any of my other like playlists, and it was just because it was like you know, you only live twice. Uh, champagne poetry, like the opening track and the closing track, I think are just really good. I mean, just yeah. straight bars, yeah. paint the picture, flow. He's putting it, and then you know the the time and place, like the seven a.m. on on, on Bridal Path. And there's just like four or five others that I thought were good, um, and I was like, all right, I can do this. So that one made my number three again, just the rap EP. Yeah, I, I dig that. That one was that one was five for me. Um, J Cole's was three. Mm-hmm. J Cole's was my was my three. Um, okay. But the 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 rapping on Drake's album, like seven a.m. Uh, on Brittle Pass, to me is probably Drake's best lyrical performance. Um, mm-hmm. Like I haven't I haven't ever heard him one sound that good, but then also have that many layers within his his lyrics. Um, in one song. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. On top, I like the beat. I like the vibe of. I like the vibe of it. But I felt like that was, that was his sharpest spitting that I've heard from Drake. Um, yeah. And again, in my humble opinion, um, just yeah. that, on some MC stuff, on some rapidy rap stuff. Um, <laughs> some rap that was the sharpest. Yeah, that was the sharpest I've heard him. Just like get on a mic and just kill it. Um, not trying to, you know, dance around. Uh, 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 yeah, that that was that was just straightforward. I'm gonna punch you in the face right now with some lyrics. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I I enjoyed in in a similar way. I enjoyed the album for those moments. Um, yeah. With every Drake album for me, like the stuff that's not for me, I just skip um, because it's gonna be yep. a, a can full of things that are just not for me. And I'm okay with yeah. that. Um, here's a question I want to raise. Um, you know, we talked about this a little bit um, with Jay-Z kind of, I think it was must have been like a slow news week or whatever, but um, somebody threw out there that Jay-Z uh, kind of put it out there that, you know, nobody could do a versus with him. Um, oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I dropped, yeah. In the, I dropped in the chat that, like, <laughs> low-key, you know, the only guy that I would say could could legitimately stand toe to toe with that man is, is Drake, um, and this album to me is a, a great example of what Drake does. Um, and I think Jay Z did this. Um, I would say from volume one all the way up to volume uh, three, he did this really well, which was he mixed mm-hmm. in the like big pop hits. Um, yeah. with uh, the, like, hip-hop purist stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And he did them both really well um, and well enough where he did the hip-hop purist stuff well enough where you wasn't mad at him when he did the other stuff. Um, yeah. You know, the can I get us and the things that you do and, <laughs> you know, joints like that. Uh-huh. It's just like, okay, I get, I get I know why he did that. He got a, he got a move unit there. Um, but then he yeah, had, he had the ghettos and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and all those other things. Um, and I think Drake has also mastered that 
you know, there was a little scuttle uh, on the interwebs about Lil Wayne, and, like, I just don't think Wayne is that guy. And I wanted to get your opinion on that. Like, for me, and I know the youngins out there, Wayne's got as many hits or more than Jay-Z, yada, 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 this, that, the other. But when I think about Wayne's hits, some of them aren't good songs. Like, I don't think Jay-Z has – if Jay-Z, Jay-Z can go 40 songs with anybody and there wouldn't be a single song that you would be like, that's a bad song even though it was popular. Yep. And, yeah. and I don't know if Wayne, Wayne could do that. I think Drake could. There may be some songs that I don't like, but I wouldn't say that they were, like, bad songs. Like, sure. like Miss Officer, sure. like, that was a hit for Wayne. Like, Miss Officer was a hit for Wayne. Yeah. That's a stupid song. <laughs> That's just a dumb <laughs> <laughs> uh, So there's always but two things. So I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I ended up doing a lot of the same thing with Drake I did with Wayne, which is, like, I would take a Carter album and be like, okay, I don't, I don't know what he was thinking on these three tracks, so I'm just let's just not listen to those. And then I would just listen to a boiled down version, and it was great. Like Wayne makes right. some great 11 track LPs, EPs in his like 18 track LPs. I'm like, okay, right. Um, <clears throat> but to your point, and, and I think I agree with you, um, is we're talking 20 tracks, and the thing that always um, interests me with verses, and we've had a couple of like monster verses, right? Like uh, this year, is it's also about artists recognizing what their hits are and how to like bring it out. You know, like there is, you realize the people who are MCs versus the people who are rappers. Like Jada is an yeah. MC. Like Jada knows how to move a crowd, what hits to play when, and Jay Z is. Uh, MC, right? So Jay-Z is not only has the hits, but he's also going to like change the tempo, bring some safe stuff. He's like, he's going to be just, you know, it's, it's going to be incredible. So it's tough. Drake is probably the one that has, I think, the best sense of, okay, what am I going to do? The only issue is if it is, you know, 60% women in the crowd, Drake's going to be like, oh, oh I can win this one just saying, you know what I mean? And then now yeah. you're just like, oh, okay. So I think I, put, I responded, I was like, you know, it depends on the judges. <laughs> you know, if the yeah. judges yeah. are um, one sort of person, like it's, 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 Drake would come close, but he'd lose. But if a little more mixed, as far as age, gender, people, you know, Jay-Z, you know, Jay-Z would come out with, uh, you know, something from volume one and people would be like, like so ghetto and people would be like, oh, I mean, I think I've heard this a few times. Was this good? You're like, are you crazy? This, right. This shit shut down nightclubs right. for like yep. six months. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they, they have just no idea, right? So it would be uh, interesting. But I, I'm kind of with it. I don't think anybody's really seeing Jay, but Drake comes the closest. Um, I don't think Wayne – Wayne has a terrible sense of what to do. I've seen Wayne in concert. And Wayne does not know how to read a crowd. Wayne is like just in his own world, probably because he's high all the time. So I, I, I think he would <laughs> he would f it up, and he would play some. He would waste two or three selections on a song that he loves that weren't really good, and he would lose people. And then he's like, "Ah, oh, man, you, you have no room for error. Like you have to go twenty for twenty. <laughs> you know, yes. you can't go yeah. seventeen for twenty. You gonna lose. So yeah. for those reasons, I think Drake is probably." 
the closest one. I was thinking about um I was thinking about Dre. But um you know, so much of his stuff would be with other people. I mean, yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, just stuff I, that he's rapping. I on, think I Dre think and Puff is a, is a, is a perfect match. I think Dre and Puff are a perfect match. Yeah. I think that one is where, you know, they did enough rapping, but they're going to, a lot of the battle is going to be them putting on things that they did for other people or with other people. Um, and they both throw it up. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm good. I, um, if it was like, a, you know, Puffy and the, and the Bad Boy family, if you brought out the artists, great. He would um, have to. I do miss he the, would have to. Yeah, I I do miss the uh the DJ, the producer battles. Like the uh the RZA yeah. premiere one. That was one of my because they are you know, every producer is like a student of the game. And so right. they do you're getting no bullshit, you're getting no braggadocio. You're just getting like, Oh, I got one for you here, I got one for you and then you're like, Oh yeah. So I, I would like to see a couple more of the producer battles uh moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on with you on that. I thought, I thought that part of it is what was early on was like the draw. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, I didn't know he did that. You know, oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know he had a hand in that. Oh, he co-wrote that. You know what I mean? Where well, you had folks who were mm-hmm. writers, producers, who were like, oh, I didn't know Keith Sweat wrote that song. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. And, and so it was, it was a bit of a history class, a music history class. Um, for 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 folks because you kind of learned that like you know these folks had their hands in a lot of joints that you ain't know. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a tangent, but I just wanted to pick your brain on that because we hadn't had a chance to chop it up around that. Um, but I, I did yeah, I think I agree with you begrudgingly, begrudgingly. I, it was it was a, it was a realization I had to I had to kind of force myself <laughs> to come to as well. Um, it wasn't something that I ran to. I, I, I was dragged there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so where were we? Number two. All right, we got two left. So um, number two was King's Disease 2, released uh, 6th of August. This is Nas's follow-up from King's Disease. First one, of which I was very so-so on. I did not love King's Disease album. Um Got to a, several heated debates. One long-running debate uh, with one of my boys, Snipes, who just could not understand why I didn't like the album. And I was like, "Just what are the three songs that you love to hear over and over and over again?" And he played. I was like, "I, I don't like those songs. I don't know what to tell you." This one was, I think, just way better. Um, and I write in the in the review that I think it really is just about the beats that he chose uh, making the song sound better. You know what I mean? I mean, it's the same Nas. He's kind of just rapping about the same stuff, kind of, I'm rich and I'm out here and I'm doing great things and I'm a rap legend and the rap game is this and the rap game is that. And I'm fine with that. I love that. But I felt like King's Disease was forced. And this one was uh, just felt way, a little more upbeat, a little more authentic. Um, And then there are, at least for me, at least three songs that I love. So Death Row East, I thought was great. EPMD2 was crazy. No, no one wants to say this, so I'll say it. Um, 
Eminem murdered him on his own shit. I, I, I mean, was I the only one that heard that? No? Okay. Um, and then uh, the joy with Lauren, um, I thought it was great. I thought Lauren was going to be singing. So I was like, ah, oh, it's going to be a I would. And then Lauren spit verses, and Lauren kind of spit some serious verses. I was like, oh, man, this track is this track is fire. So um, this one was great. I listened to this one a lot um, regularly in there. There are some solid, solid Nas performances. And the songs are just, I think, better constructed. Yeah, I agree um, on the comparison of KD1 to KD2 for sure. Um, this one is better. Um, it's just better beat selection, better songs. Um, yeah, I'm with you on KD1. I just wasn't digging it at all. Like, I actually got mad when I heard KD1, and then I think a little bit afterward, Big Sean's Detroit came out, and Hit Boy was, I'm like, why didn't Nas get some of these beats? Does Hit Boy not like Nas? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, why are you saving the best stuff for somebody else? Uh, but then you're like, no, you open the catalog and Nas chose these beats? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I was glad that kind of Nas kind of kind of maybe read the tea leaves and was like, let me let me quick do a redo on that one, um, and came mm-hmm. with King, KD two. Um, it didn't make my list. This was just in my honorable mentions. Um, I still dug it, but I just I had a couple of joints that I liked more than that. Okay, that's good. I I, I look forward to hearing that. And did you listen to? Um, did you get a chance to listen to? Uh... What's the joint he released like three days before the end of the year? Magic. Um, Magic, yeah. Magic. Yeah. So I listened to Magic, yeah. not a lot, but um, I was like, this sounds like KD2. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to change my mind much on where it goes. I didn't think it made it, you know, if I combined the two, I didn't think it was better than what I put number one. But uh, I thought it was it was solid. It sounded like almost like the excluded tracks from KD2 that he put on this one. What were your thoughts? Right. Yeah, that's what I felt like. I felt like this was kind of like, uh, you know, like, oh, I had some pretty decent stuff on the cutting room floor. Let me go ahead and drop, like, a quick, like, you know, five-song EP, um, you know, just to give somebody, give folks something to bang to on, on Christmas. Um, you know, that's one thing I do miss about just nowadays is me getting nostalgic, but I used to look forward to, like, giving my mom a list of like CDs mm-hmm. and sending my mom to mm-hmm. Sam Goody or Best Buy or wherever to go yeah. get, uh-huh. you know, the new DMX that dropped in the fourth quarter or the new Jay-Z that dropped in the fourth quarter and just having that be under yeah. the tree for me. And I was always like, it was, it was on. Like, didn't nobody need to say nothing to me for like a week because I was just going to be in my headphones. <laughs> yeah. So I do miss, I do miss yeah. that, 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 those are those type of Christmas memories. Um, so I felt like yeah. Nas kind of like threw that out there, just like, hey, unwrap this with your gifts. You know what I'm saying? Like, like old school. Yeah. You know, you got a little something under the tree. Let me go ahead and hit you with something on Christmas Eve when ain't nobody else dropping nothing. Um, it was all right. It was solid. It was nothing game changing or or earth shattering for me either. Yeah. But um, you yeah. know, it was cool to listen to while I was wrapping gifts. Yeah. There you go. All right, so <clears throat> number one um, was Chomp 2 by Russ, uh, which was released in December, December 8th. And this was probably the surprise pick for me um, 
But it's for sure, I had to think about making sure I wasn't being a prisoner at the moment. I was like, okay, I like this, but it's because I listened to it last. But it's, I think it's just better than every other album, or I liked it more than every other album I heard this year. And it was kind of two, two things that really stand out, and I thought about this in the review. First, the production on this album is effing crazy. It's crazy. Bonkers. Like, it's... Bonkers. It's... it's Premiere, Hip Boy, Alchemist, High Tech, Mr. Port, like every track. And then Russ is a producer, right? So he's produced some, I mean, every song, you're just like, man, this song hits. Man, this song hits. And um, this is another thing I hate about, um, you know, so I, I'm a Spotify guy. And Spotify just does not make it easy to kind of just scroll through the credits. And that was always something I did, you yeah. know, open the jacket up. All right, yeah. who produced what? And so I always could kind of, as I was listening, and this one I had to kind of click each one, and it's clunky. But when I saw this list, I was like, this is, how did he get all these guys to do this? So musically, this album's crazy. And then every track, I mean, he's got a lot of really big name features. And Russ is rapping toe-to-toe with them on every single one. I have never listened to a full Russ album before, before this one. People were like, I chopped to it with Russ. I was like... Oh, I, I think I know some of his singles. Like, I had heard some of this, but I had low expectations. And I was like, yo, this is Jada on this track. This is Ghostface on this. This is Crit on this track. And Russ is very comfortable in between these guys and rapping his ass off. And um, and I was just kind of astounded. It was really shocking. I was like, oh, normally I see a good album like this coming. I know it's coming. I mean, I'm waiting for it. This one, I had no idea about it. I didn't, I've never heard of Russ 1. I, I, I still, to this day, haven't listened to the full thing. But I thought this album, I could not stop listening to it in December. I mean, I listened to this album. It came out, again, December 8th. I think I listened to it more than every other album except maybe um, uh, The Plugs I Met too. And that one is just because it was, uh, whenever I worked out, I would just put that on because that got me in the groove. But, yeah, I think this is kind of a classic. Um, and the responses I got from people when they kind of read this was like, who, who is this? <laughs> who is this guy? What is this album? And I'm like, just wait. You're in for a surprise. So this was my number one spot, um, Chomp 2. Yeah, I had this one at number four on mine. Um, but I loved it. Um, you know, I had it. I had CLB2. Um, and I kind of, I kind of did what you did. So once you did it, I was like, yeah, I'm doing that too. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and then, once you did what you did with CLB, I was like, well, if I'm doing that too, then that's number one. That's my number two. Um, but in the same way that like Chomp Two, I was like, well, I ain't even hear Chomp One, but Chomp Two is gangster. <laughs> yes, yes. Because I'm with you. Like I saw, because um, I think I follow Russ on Instagram. Oh no, it's Ninth Wonder. Nice Wonder posted the track listing um, with all the producers, and I was like, because I've heard of Russ, but I ain't never been checking for mm-hmm. Russ. And so I was like, mm-hmm. really? All those cats work with Russ? Like, Russ got it like that? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like these cats is checking for him in that way? And so when Nice posted it, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to check for it when it come out on Friday. It came out, and again, I was blown away. I mean, just straight blown mm-hmm. away. Um 
Distance is the is my joint. Like and Russ just rides that one. Like Russ kills that mm-hmm. one, and he's on it with Ghost. And it's just, I mean, I was just, I was astounded and pleasantly surprised and extremely impressed. Um, mm-hmm. because it just it did come out of nowhere. Like it was again. I happened to be scrolling through Instagram and I saw a ninth post about it. And then I was then I was yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna check for that when it dropped. And then it dropped, and I I had kind of forgot about it. Because, you know, I mm-hmm. saw it like on a Wednesday or whatever, and then it dropped on Friday, and I kind of like fell off my radar. And then I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, let me, I wanted to check this out. Let me check it out. And once I started playing it, man, I was stuck. I was like, oh, I got to keep this running. Um, you know, I probably ran it back like three times straight, um, you know, on my first listen. And, it, yeah, it was, it, it definitely, definitely uh, was one of the better projects of the year for sure. So that was, that's my. It came in four for me, for my top four. So that was, uh, for me, it was uh, call me if you get lost, CLB, uh, off season, and then Russ, and then my fifth is one you you didn't have on your list or even in your honorable mentions. And it's a uh, rapper Larry June, um, Orange Paint. Um, if you get a chance to check it out, Cats Out of the Bay, um, real slick, real slick flow, real smooth. Um, it is, it goes from, it just has a lot of different vibes to it, but it meshes well. Mm-hmm. Like the same thing we talked about with Tyler, that like ability to kind of like craft an album and, and not just be like a series of songs, but kind of have a flow yeah. and kind of a cohesiveness to it. Um, this one definitely does. Um, you know, he's got just a very, it's like he's got that, uh, that kind of true school vibe to it. Um, that, you know, you get from a Griselda or somebody like that where it's sample heavy, but I mean, he's definitely a Bay Area player type. Um, so it's just a good mix for me and it, it just hits me right in my right in my strike zone. It's right in the strike zone for me. So um, that's one I would encourage people if you haven't checked Larry June period, if you haven't got into Larry June, you need to start checking for him and uh, Orange Paint he dropped that this year. Um, actually, it was like a week or two before so that's what I was listening to before Call Me Got Lost. Uh, Call Me If You Get Lost came mm-hmm. out. Um, okay. And then, you know, I started listening to Call Me If You Get Lost. Um, but, yeah, as I was kind of thinking, like, okay, so what are the ones, what are the other joints that maybe I, I like that? You know, and that one, I listened to that one again. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot how much I like this one. So mm-hmm. that's one that will be in my All top right. five for sure. I don't know anything about Larry June. This is going to be uh... – Brandon, this is going to be uh, top of the morning tomorrow. Check this one out. All right. Orange Let me know paint. what you think. Let me know what you think. All right, so honorable mentions. You mentioned that. So I <clears throat> I went through those quick. So I already talked about the plugs I met to, the Benny the Butcher joint, um, which is not as good as his other joints. It's kind of a mixtape. It's got a mixtape feel, but it's still solid enough. Um, and like I said, it, it's, right. it's just short enough. That I was like, okay, this is a great workout um, album. Uh, Do or Die 2, the long-awaited sequel from AZ. This is a bit of a uh, nostalgia pick. Do or Die 1 came out I was when I was in college. And rather unique. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. Like, I love that song. Like, I, I, you put that song yeah. on right now, I just I, I tell everybody to shut up so I can listen to this joint. Um, so I love AZ, but this, this album was good, but it, man, it was really slow. I mean, and just, it was like, what's the way you say it? Like, uh, it sounds, 
it sounds like an old rapper, rapper, you know what I'm saying, versus, um, yeah, yeah. you know, old, old rapper, rapper, rapper making, today, yeah, you know? Yeah. So uh, he was kind of still stuck with the, with the you know, the firm uh, Vegas gangster kind of vibe, which is fine, but it was like, man, this is, uh, this ain't really getting me going. And then uh, two more, richer than I ever been, the Rick Ross joint. Um, I love Rick. I mean, Rick, Rick is good. This one doesn't have. This is kind of his middle middle lane level of album. Like it's good, it's solid, but it's not amazing. Um, there's probably three or four tracks that I really like on it. And then, uh, yeah, one kind of outlier, "The House Is Burning" by Isaiah Rashad. Um, one of my boys who lives out in Cali hit me up about this and was like, "Oh, you got to listen to this thing." So I was like, "All right, I'll listen to it." And it's 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 out there. Um, it's it's yeah. kind of like, all right, I don't, where is this going? But you can tell that he's talented. Um, and so there was enough in it that kind of kept me going. This was also one of those background albums. Like I could play this one while I was doing something, and it was great musically, but I could kind of let it stay in the background because nothing really stood out too much for me. But this is also a solid album. And I don't know, I didn't know this artist before listening to this either, but this one is quality too. Yeah, the uh, the Isaiah Rashad joint is one I got put on to. I saw a list somewhere. I can't remember who posted it, where I saw it, but it was one of the albums. Like, you, if you haven't heard this album this year, you're sleeping. So I, I checked it, mm-hmm. and I had, I had a very similar uh, assessment with that. Musically, kids got a great ear. The young man's got a really good ear musically. Um, lyrically, wasn't nothing that like stood out to me, um, but also nothing mm-hmm. that like turned me off. Um, yeah. So again, it's like it was definitely something that I got all the way through in one listen. I didn't like there was no like moments where I was like, oh man, I, I can't listen to another song. You know, like uh-huh. it, it flowed and I was able to get through all of it and. And I've gone back to it a couple of times just to, like, you know, check it again and, and see if there was anything I missed. Um, so I, I, he's on my radar now. I'll be checking for his next joint to see if there's some consistency um, and, and how he grows. But definitely piqued my interest. So what are, what are your honorable mentions? So my honorable mentions, Door Die was definitely in it. Um, KD, KD2 is definitely in there. Um, for me, uh, what else do I got on here? Uh, Benny's was kind of mixtape-ish, um, for me, uh, Rich Forever, uh, I did enjoy, and the same, like, I feel like Rick has gotten into a space where, like, he doesn't have the big hits anymore, and so I think, like, Mm -hmm. he has the good, he still has consistent good songs on his albums. And I think the difference between the last couple albums he's dropped and the previous ones that maybe people hold in higher regard are the previous albums had, like, major, major hits on them. And mm-hmm. the last couple have had the good songs without, like, the major, like, standout hits that, like, really make it, like, a a moment um, as far as it being yeah. a project. Um, and I think that's, that's how I kind of felt about that one. Um, Where's the one? Let me look this up real quick. Because um, Mac, Mac I'm, I'm saying, I think I'm saying it right. Mac Homie, um, Young Cat, Pray for Haiti. Uh, if you haven't, if you mm. haven't checked that one out, 
he's a little all over the place. Um, again, a big Griselda dish as far as like a lot of samples, no drums type deal. Um, but it's a Haitian cat, uh, just a different vibe to it. Um, I really liked it. Uh, real artistic, uh, but still in the streets, like still very street grounded. Um, so mm-hmm. Mac homie, pray for Haiti. Um, that's another one that was in my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I- I'll do a quick list of songs that people swore by that I was like, mm, no. Um, so one was, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, or, or list that I read and saw people on it. So another near nostalgic one, Wreckage Manor, the Styles P and Havoc uh, album. Yeah. That one is, I, I like it, but I know it's because this is kind of my, that's this is my 90s, yes. like, yo, like, so I was like, I, I can't, I can't in good conscience say like, oh, y'all gotta check. I was like, no. If you're 40, yes. But yeah, uh, yeah, yep, that's us. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, no, I'll no, see no, you on that one. That one I got, I got, I, I checked that one. I was like, yeah, this is this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I appreciate that it's big because there's all these now like these collabs that are happening. I was like, man, if this would have happened in 2002, this thing would have been crazy. I was like, I'll take it in 2021, but you know. Stop yeah. and have it come together. It was crazy. Uh, French Montana's uh, album, and I'll put album in quotes, it's anytime you are rapping on another track, like just the the, the, the instrumental of a complete other song, I can't call it an album. That, that's a mixtape. I mean, that's a mixtape. Yeah. I mean, do it straight rapping to like uh, Big Pun Beats. I'm like, yo, the, the track is dope, but no. So, uh, that one didn't make it. And then, of course, the elephant in the room is Donda. Um, yeah. I guess we should take, like, a minute. Um, I did not like – well, I'll be even shorter than that. I didn't like this album. This album is a hot mess. And all the fanfare that Kanye kind of put around it and the time, and I was like, I don't know what you t- – I don't know what you spend all that time doing living in the the stadium – but this album is just, I don't know what it is. I think I like, what's the one track? There's like one track that I like. I can't even think about it right now. There's like one track that I like. I was like, oh, this is good. I think it was the one that was actually getting airplay for a while. Everything else, this is just The one with The madness. Weeknd and Lil Baby probably. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody heard it. Yes. Yeah. Somebody heard it. So, but this album is, is not, it's not good to me. It's, a, it's also an hour and 48 minutes. It's bananas. And I go, what? This is a two-hour album? Dude, are you crazy? And so, no. So Donda is not in my top five, nor my honorable mentions. I kind of forgot about it. Two weeks after it dropped, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm with you. Like, I didn't, I, before you brought it up now, I didn't even consider it. I honestly did not consider Donda at all for my list. I was like, oh, hell no, I forgot Donda. <laughs> like, I really just had a moment. Like, like Kanye oh, dropped an album cool. this year. Yeah. So that, and, but that's, that's, like, like, that's Yeah, that takes me back to my assessment of the album, though, because my wife was asking me, like, you don't, you're a Kanye fan. Why don't you like this album? And I was like, because well, Kanye sucks on it. Like, I just feel like if I'm listening to that album, I'm listening for the guest appearances more than anything. You know what I mean? Like I don't like I just haven't been interested. I mean, he he's he is slowly inching to the box that Common lives in for me right now. Where it's like I really don't want to hear another. Oh no! 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 O
Oh, he, he's getting there, man. Like he is slowly. Oh, man. Yeah, anyway, it's like, yeah, hey, we uh, good, man. We we had a we had a good run. Let's just let's just live off the memories, bro. <laughs> just right. off the memories. <laughs> I don't need no more. Oh, me, not man. the common box. Oh, that man can do a windmill still. That's good for him. Good for him. That is that is actually <laughs> impressive, given given all of our ages and where he's at, that he can still do that because. The things that I used to be able to do back in the day, I can do very little of them. So it's all good, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this is when, when for me, when Kanye starts to get into like Kanye mode and like promote, I'm always like, okay, yeah. the larger the promotion effort, the whacker is gonna be in my opinion. <laughs> mm. Because mm. if it's dope, just drop it. Like if it's dope, just drop it. Like yeah. what's with the what's with all of the theatrics and I get, you know, the performance art of it all. But like if it's dope, just mm-hmm. drop it. And it's music. And so just let it let it be the let the music stand on its own. And so much of what he does is about the uh spectacle around and the performance art piece of and the music is kind of just a, a entree into his performance yeah. art world. That's cool, but yeah. Yeah. And so for me it's just like this is just a background in a larger kind of painting you're trying to, you know, a portrait you're trying to paint. And I'm, I'm here for the music and if the music ain't good. I'm out. Um, and, yeah. you know, I listened to it a couple of times. I don't, actually, I don't even think I got all the way through it because it is long as hell. No, definitely. Um, I forced myself to do, to go through it because I was like, oh, maybe there'll be a good track at the back. And then once I finished it one time, I was like, yeah, I'm good. I don't have to listen to this again. Yeah, like I, I never, I never felt compelled to go back and listen to anything on it. And if, yeah, if you ain't compelling me to go back, I, like I said, till you just brought it up right now, I totally forgot about it. Like I, I again, I will own that one hundred percent. Like I, I was like, oh, Donda did come out. <laughs> that did happen. Yeah. <laughs> and that's 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 the worst, oh, yeah. worst, right? Because the love and the hate, but when you're irrelevant, that's that's the true sign. Uh, of the whole thing. So I had a few comments. People uh, responded to me on social media. Um, and I think I mentioned one. So uh, Ajene from Brooklyn. Uh, I've legit never heard of this person, Russ. Okay, we'll listen today. <laughs> I thought CLB was meh and J. Cole shit was fire. Sidebar, I'm old. So uh, someone else is going to listen to Russ. Uh, Sheldon from Allentown. Uh, he hit me up. He was surprised at how good Russ's album was. He was disappointed in Ross's, not his best work. Didn't think it even deserved an honorable mention. Um, Danielle, uh, Chapel Hill, the homie around the way, uh, all day yes to Nas and KD2. So she liked KD2. And then uh, last one, I was, uh, Zachar from Maryland. I respect you giving Drake his flowers. Oh, man. That almost <laughs> makes me want to take uh Take it off the list. Right, take it all back. But I'll stand by. <laughs> take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So overall, I think people were. Um, I haven't seen any major like, oh, uh, you, you left out this, you left out that. But I'm sure um, we'll kind of get into it. And I have no idea about what's dropping in 2022. So, you know, we're just gonna kind of wait and see. I mean, some people might gripe about the Migos, right? That was 2021, right? The Migos? Oh, Migos 3? Yeah. Yeah, wasn't it? Um, no, I listened to that. Is it? That was not good. That was not good. I mean, no, I should say, that was a uh, an average Migos album. 
it was, um, in my view, not as good as, what was the best one? Was it the second one? I can't even remember now. But, yeah, it was, it was meh. It's crazy because yeah, they are originators of the sound, but now you're like, man, this sounds like every, like all the new guys that you've inspired all sound like you. So now your album sounds regular. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound special. Yeah. But you know, yeah. it's just their popularity has almost, uh, almost hurt them. I mean, I think it actually has um, because it's just like, okay, yeah, I get it, you guys. Because, like, they're the originators of that style, but I wouldn't say they're the best at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. And so it's like, I've heard people do you better than you. <laughs> yeah, culture. It's like J. Cole said, like, you might see somebody else do it, but they ain't going to do it as good as I do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's exactly the point. That's So, you know, Migos is... I mean, they made this album. They're gonna make their money, but I'd be surprised if they come up with something that really kind of makes people say, "Like, yo, this this is crazy." I think that baton has kind of been passed, and now there are yeah. guys who can do the Migos and then switch styles and do something else, and you know, they can switch back and forth. And it's like, oh, right. that's even better. So that's how they rich. They good. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. They're good. They're rich. They're famous. They're all right. They'll figure out a new a new income stream. They'll develop a new revenue stream. No doubt about it. An app or something. I don't know. You see cat rappers yeah. are doing a uh, – Dre and Bustin' Rounds did the uh, the soundtrack for um, – what's that? Uh, GPA or whatever? Game. Yeah. Uh, Grand Theft like, Auto? Yeah. <laughs> it's our final so much – to the next thing, but it was like the promotion was like an album. I thought the album was coming out. I was like, oh, they did the music for the game. I was like, oh, man. All right. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, but Dre's always figuring out a different way to get bread. Always. <laughs> originator. He's, he's an originator. I buy down. Dre, yeah. Dre's a genius. Yeah. He's only half as rich yeah, as he, he was uh, a year ago, but he's still a genius. That's the way those situations go. <laughs> That's the way those situations go. Well, I remember uh, when Eddie Murphy wrong. Yeah. He said, I want half. I want half. Yeah. Eddie. Uh, oh, Eddie, man. I want half. Yeah. Any other party well, shots, anything that we uh, you think we miss? I don't think so, man. I think, you know, you, you jog my memory of Donda. I probably jog your memory of the Migos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, two albums that probably would have made lists, um, but they did not did not make ours. Um, that's for sure. So yeah, I think we're good. Uh, my man, currency, will always check for drop pilot talk for. It's it's okay. It's okay. Mm. Um, mm. I've been a big current. I've been riding with currency since since the beginning, and you know he he's prolific if nothing else. He puts out a lot of music, um, and I feel like you know he's he's kind of in a space where he's producing a lot, but he, he's not breaking new ground. Um, so yeah. we'll see where that goes. I mean, you only get so much time. I mean, this is why we, we can take rappers like, you know, Busta Rhymes and, and Ghostface for granted, but it's like, do you know how hard it is, Nas? Do you know how hard it is to be 
30 years in and rapping? Yeah. Rapping for 30 years like I, and be successful at it? Like, that's, that's difficult, man. And so, yeah. you know, when people are like, oh, I have an album, and I'm like, oh, man, like Redman has a new album. I love Redman. I listen to Redman's album. I'm like, man, I think, I think, I think it's over, dude. I think we should just stop making albums. You know what I mean? Like, I think we should okay. just stop hey, doing man, it. I think I got a box over here. I need you to go stand in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting this in the common, the common room yet, but it's, it's, it's getting there. Where I'm just like, oh no, no. You know, like he releases something. And I'm like, oh, this, the video is just him smacking people. And I think the song is like, I'll smack the shit out you. It's like that's the name of the song. I'm just like, oh man. Okay. Oh wow. He's like smacking, he's smacking women. And, you know, it's just I was like, yeah. Yeah. like in 1993, you could do this. 2021, red, bro, what are you doing? So, yeah. and you're like 50. Come on, Pat, come on, Pat. <laughs> you, you, you could come up with better, something better to rap about. <laughs> no, or just stop rapping. Just go to move to the next thing. You know. So I guess I'm just yeah. like, yeah. The cat that actually put a, a battery in my back was uh, so um, Mad Skills or Skills now. Um, you know, he does his wrap-up. And yeah. uh, people were kind of like, oh, you got to He's like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then he just did one, kind of just posted on Instagram. And, you know, he was kind of like when he, people were begging him for it, he was like, yeah, I, I'm just doing other stuff now. Like, I'm not a rapper right. anymore. You know, like, I don't really rap. I'm, he's producing, he's a DJ. He did that that joint for uh, Jay Z's induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which was like genius level. Have you seen this that that, that yeah. video? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. So, I mean, so the video is like a bunch of people coming in doing his lyrics from different songs, and it's like yes, and his daughter, and like David Letterman, like it's crazy, and like Skills wrote it, like put it together in like a couple days. Okay. So he posted a video about him writing it. And it's like, that's what skills should be doing now. You know what I mean? Like, skills yeah. should be like, hey, yeah. I'm going to put this thing together for the Grammys or whatever. Like, but do I need to be putting together a 15-track album at 50 years old? No, not really. I, I, I'm fine with him not doing that, you know. So that's, I think, <laughs> kind of where I'm. So I, I, shout out to skills for, like, just evolving in a way and hopefully showing some of those in his like his peer group that like okay it's there's honor in transitioning to this next mode and you shouldn't feel like I can get back in the booth make an album I can do it or or you can do something else <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah even the, even even the deadliest samurais hang up their swords man just exactly. hanging them things up man. Yeah. Yeah. Even Vince Carter had to put the sneaks off, take the sneaks off, man. <laughs> UNC, UNC legend? What? What'd you say? UNC legend? Vince yeah. Carter? Yeah. I'm going to see him on campus yeah, one of these days. Yeah. I like how you tied it all in. Man, it's wild. These yeah. cats be on campus, man. They just be around. Like, oh, Antoine James is Oh, Vince Carter. I was like, oh, these cats should be coming through. This is going to be good. I can imagine. I can imagine. You know, best we get around here is a. Uh, uh, a Devin Harris sighting, maybe. <laughs> I see Rashad Griffith a lot. Rashad's a cool dude. Oh, right. I don't mind that. Okay. Yeah, we work at the same gym. I don't so. doubt it. Yeah. Kaminsky? Kaminsky coming back? Uh, 
He's a different. I don't. I don't even be on campus that hard. <laughs> I'd have to probably go, go to go go down there and like be at some some places. You gotta find the bars. People. You gotta find the bars. Yeah. In, in the hood, yeah. just be like, oh, that's what community is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, man, this has been super dope, man. As always, so folks out there, make sure you check uh, realsportsguys.com so you can uh, check the review, check our twitters. Uh, we'll be putting it out there for you to check in. And if you if you if you have opinions, hit up my man Say Cool and drop him a line me. on Twitter. Yeah, get at him. I'm the not above arguing with strangers on Twitter. I'm not above it. I will do it. I'm on I'm in quarantine. About what, what else am I going to do? About this. Yeah. About, <laughs> about this. <him>. About this. <laughs> yeah. Don't come to no, me about I, vaccine I, I, stuff. I, I, I'm not I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you about that. We good. We good. Whatever you think is just what you need to think. <laughs> I'm not going to change your mind. You're not going to change my mind. We all good. <laughs> yeah, that's what I tell people all the time, man. It's about what you're willing to go to bat for, man. You can't be out here arguing about everything, though. <laughs> no. Life's too short. Absolutely. Well, that wraps it up for this edition of Hustle and Flows. Uh, make sure you check us out when we come back again. Uh, we try to do it, like, quarterly, but, again, life 2021 uh, you know, the flow, the flu Rona, Omarion, whatever comes next, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's, it's remixes on the way. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. The tunnel just seems to keep getting longer. It's like those horror movies where, you know, the hey, man, don't get dark on me at the end, man. We good. We don't get dark on me at the end. Come on. We, we're going to be all right. Always extend. <laughs> we, we we gonna get like five fire albums in the first quarter. We are gonna be back in like a month, ready to chat. Let's do it. There we go. There we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, my brother. It's great, great, great time again, man. In peace. All right, later. All right, man. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.